Raider Nation, wake up and get ready because it's time for the morning grind on the official Raiders Podcast Network. Good morning, Raider Nation. I'm Eddie Pascal, and today is March 2nd, 2021, a beautiful day to be a fan of the silver and black and the birthday of former kicker Sebastian Janikowski. Shout out to Bass, and I really believe in my heart of hearts that the Polish cannon could still trot out there and knock in a few 50-yarders just for fun if he really wanted to, even at age 43. You know we have some great Seabass content on Raiders.com today, so head on over there when you get a chance to celebrate one of the best kickers in franchise history. And now shifting back to the current state of the silver and black, if you can all believe it, we are now just over two weeks away from the start of the NFL league year, and with it, the start of free agency. Free agency is great for a lot of reasons. Number one, it officially gets us back in the football state of mind. Number two, it is pure entertainment from a fan perspective. And number three, the content opportunities for us in Silver and Black Productions come alive once again as soon as we start making moves to the roster. So in that spirit, today on the podcast, we are going to take a look at a few of the biggest questions we all have surrounding free agency for the Las Vegas Raiders. And full disclosure, we are not going to get into all of the questions. This is a 10-minute podcast after all, but I will do my best to hit on some of the major topics that are top of mind for all of you. Time is of the essence, so let's dive in. All right, so regardless of the year, the circumstance, the cap situation, regardless of anything, people always want their teams to swing big in free agency. And look, I totally understand that sentiment. I really do. But I must urge caution when talking about trying to go out and spend a ton of money in free agency particularly this year, with the uncertainty of the salary cap still a major question that needs to be answered. Now, given that disclaimer, are there some very intriguing names eligible to hit the free agent market in just a few weeks' time? No doubt about it, and I am sorry to those of you who wanted J.J. Watt to finish his career here in Vegas. The future Hall of Famer announced yesterday that he would be indeed taking his talents to the desert, just the one in Arizona, not the one here in Nevada. But back to the topic at hand, there are some really good players who would be looking for a new team at the turn of the league year. And we all know that the Silver and Black are not a finished product and could certainly use some help across the roster, in some areas more than others. All of that is to say, I think it's fair to assume that one of the biggest questions over the next few weeks is how John Gruden, Mike Mayock, and company will address free agency. A wise man once told me that the best teams in the game build through the draft and supplement through free agency, and if you look at the way the Raiders have built their roster, most of the core pieces on both sides of the football did indeed come via the draft. So as we now look at how the silver and black will approach free agency, and in the process look to improve headed into 2021, we can ask ourselves, what will that supplemental player look like? Will it end up taking the form of a headline-grabbing megastar? Or will the pieces added fly more under the radar as the Raiders look to build a complete roster from 1 to 53? We don't know just yet, but we will have a much better idea in a little over two weeks. We started the podcast today by looking at how Mayock, Gruden, and company will approach free agency for players not on the roster. But let us not forget that the Raiders still have plenty of decisions regarding guys who did wear the silver and black in 2020. Roster turnover is simply just the name of the game in the NFL, whether you're 16-0 or 0-16, and the Raiders aren't immune from that reality either. 
As of this recording, the team currently has 19 unrestricted free agents to make decisions on, as well as two restricted free agents and a pair of exclusive rights free agents as well. So needless to say, that is a lot of decisions. From Nelson Aguilar and Denzel Good on offense, to Nicholas Moore and Jonathan Hankins on defense, as well as a few of the specialists who are restricted free agents, the Silver and Black's front office has a full schedule coming up as they decide just who to bring back for a crucially important 2021 campaign. In that vein, continuity is key, particularly in a year like this one where we're still just honestly not quite sure about just what the offseason program will look like in just a few months. Yes, the Raiders undoubtedly need to get better on defense, and a few more pieces on offense wouldn't hurt either, but do not sleep on the guys who helped put together the team's 8-8 record just a few months ago. Now, will every guy that's scheduled to hit free agency get some type of offer from the Raiders to stick around here in Vegas? Statistically speaking, that would be a bit of a shocker, but all the same, there are guys from 2020 that can be positive assets headed into 2021 and beyond. It is human nature to always be looking forward, trying to find the brand new, shiny, flashy name to help your team tally more W's than L's. And while I know it's hard sometimes to not get starstruck by the possibilities of what could be, I'm looking forward to seeing how Gruden and Mayock navigate their own free agents in just a few weeks' time. Alrighty, so before we get out of here, I just want to return to the statement I recalled a little bit earlier in the show. Good teams build through the draft and supplement through free agency. Now, there are many ways you can interpret that sentence, but for me, my biggest takeaway is that the events, if you will, are connected. The draft and free agency. Free agency and the draft. While one has become a three-day international spectacle and the other fodder for countless hours of entertaining debate and discussion, the fact remains that both are critical portions of roster management and the teams that get the most out of both are typically the ones that end up with spots in the postseason at the end of the year. Now, you don't have to shoot 100% in the moves you make. Nobody is expecting that. But this year especially, each free agent you sign and each player you select in the draft has got to be someone you feel that can produce sooner than later. And as we talk about how interconnected the draft and free agency are, there is a direct correlation between what teams do in March to set themselves up for success once again a month later in April. Undoubtedly, Mike Mayock and John Gruden have countless plans and variations of those plans for the next couple months, but you can bet that enjoying a quality start to free agency will set up the silver and black very nicely for the 2021 NFL Draft. So how will the Raiders set themselves up for a productive April? We're going to find out sooner than later. And as we bring today's episode of the show to a close, one final reminder that you want your team to win in the fall, not necessarily in March. I'm Eddie Pascal, and this was The Morning Grind. Thank you for listening to another episode of The Morning Grind on the official Raiders Podcast Network. Las Vegas. Since starting Allegiant some 20 years ago, we've flown more than 100 million people to be with those they love. We're pilots, flight attendants, and technicians, but we're also parents, spouses, and neighbors. And just like you, we're excited to reconnect with the people and places that matter most. That's why we're going the distance for health and safety, on the ground and in the air. Because the further we go now, the safer it'll be to go farther tomorrow. Allegiant, the official airline of the Las Vegas Raiders. Low fares, nonstop flights, only at Allegiant.com.